Welcome to Life Words Day by Day. Over the last couple of days, we've been studying Acts chapter 4, where the church is underneath a threat. And initially, Luke tells us that the threat is a doctrinal one, that it concerns the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Well, within Judaism in that day, you had two major camps that made up the religious leaders of the day. You had the Pharisees, who were the strict observers of the law and the oral tradition that had been passed down over the years. And then you had the Sadducees, who believed in the first five books of the Old Testament, but they didn't believe in a resurrection. They didn't believe so much in demons and angels or immortality. So on the surface, this looks like a doctrinal issue concerning the validity of the resurrection. But that's not really what's going on. Because the doctrine of the resurrection, it's something the Pharisees believed in, and they still somewhat got along with the Sadducees. If this were strictly a doctrinal issue from the standpoint of the Sadducees, they could just sit down with the apostles and discuss the scripture. This is what Jesus did with the Sadducees. But that didn't work then, and it wouldn't work now, because for the Sadducees, it really wasn't about the resurrection. What's a little more difficult to see is the politics behind this scene. At this point in Jewish history, the Jewish people were an occupied people. They were occupied by the Romans. The Sadducees, however, were accommodationist in regards to the Roman government. The Sadducees, even though they were in the minority among Jewish religious views, they were usually wealthy and controlled the priesthood in Jerusalem. And since they were wealthy and wanted to preserve their wealth from the Romans, their concern was to keep the peace between the Jewish people and the Roman government. So in return, the Romans allowed the Sadducees to control the priesthood, appointing the high priest from their own ranks, who was the highest political figure among the Jews in that day. So one of the concerns here is the threat of chaos that the apostles were causing in the temple. If Jesus was truly resurrected, then the Jews would have to admit that he was their Messiah, and that would lead them maybe to seek to overthrow the Roman government. And so the Sadducees were trying to maintain order and avoid, at all cost, another confrontation with the Roman government. But was it because the Sadducees really believed in the Roman government? No, not really. Here's the real issue. It was one of power. Look at what it says in Acts chapter 4, verse 7. And when they had set them in their midst, they inquired, By what power or by what name did you do this? Do you see what's at stake here for the Sadducees? They want to stay in control of the power they have because it allows them to maintain their status. If peace between the Romans and the Jews is not maintained, especially in the temple, then the Roman government would simply strip the Sadducees of their rank and wealth. So they didn't want to give that up. They liked the control. They liked the life that it afforded them, the prestige, the influence. So in return, in order to try and maintain their identity and power and wealth, the religious leaders, instead of responding to the biblical legitimate power of God, they threaten Peter and John and the movement of the church. I wonder... Is it possible that you try to threaten the movement of the church when you want to preserve your own perceived power, your control, and do not want to yield to the power of God? 
when we know the Godward movement of the church is going to cause a disruption in our normal, comfortable way of life, when we know it's going to cause us loss of perceived influence or power, and we say no to God, then we are the ones threatening the movement of God's church. We emulate the fleshly attitude of the Sadducees. And you may say, well, well, Cliff, God won't allow that to happen. He will deal with those attitudes, won't he? He'll remove them from the church, right? Well, he very well may, but he may also do something else. In the book of Revelation, Jesus addresses a few churches, and he tells one of them that if they did not respond to him properly, if they didn't heed his word, then he would remove the essential ingredient that made them a church, and that is his presence. They could carry on with business as usual, have all the services they wanted, collect as many offerings as they wanted to, but they would not be a true church with Jesus as the head. Why? Because they did not respond to the word and to the power of God in Christ. This is no light thing that we're dealing with here. Our God and his presence is not to be taken lightly, nor is his bride. So don't get caught trying to put a power play on the Lord or his church. Well, how did the apostles respond to this whole scenario? Well, you'll have to come back here tomorrow or just go read it for yourself. Until then, when you pray, please remember Danny and Rita Ballard as they minister in the Philippines. Also, remember the Romani Calderash broadcast in Romania.